Thanks for checking out this podcast from Christ Church of Ornogo. Our hope is that it helps you discover completeness in Jesus. Now for this week's teaching. A long time ago, in the land of Scotland, where men wore skirts and it was cool, there was a king whose name was Robert. Robert, his best friend, his name was Douglas. Everybody say, Dougie. Dougie was a knight. Our story begins, unfortunately, for King Robert with his death. He was on his deathbed and he called his friend Knight Douglas over to his side. And he said, Knight Douglas, my bestest friend since the seventh grade. Upon my death, I have a request of you. As a loyal and faithful knight to your king and my bestest friend forever, would you take my heart out of my chest and take it to Jerusalem? What? He was, thank you. It was a, I don't know what accident it was, but thank you. He asked, King Robert asked his best friend, Knight Douglas, upon his death to take his heart out of his chest and take it all the way to Jerusalem, Scotland to Israel. I put it in Google Maps. I want you to see that that's almost 3,500 miles away. And some of you won't even carry your friend's backpack to your next class. And you won't take your dishes to the sink for your mommy and your daddy. So start doing it. Knight Douglas was a good friend. And he decided that he would do this. And where he was supposed to take it in Jerusalem was to the specific location in Jerusalem called the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. Everybody say sepulchre. This was the church that they built on top of the site. And this is a picture of it coming up behind me. They built on top of the site where Jesus was buried and then ultimately resurrected. And and King Robert, he wasn't going to be able to go to Jerusalem like he wanted to in life because he was dying. And he asked his friend, Knight Douglas, to take the heart out of his chest and carry it to Jerusalem. And Knight Douglas decided to do it. He took the heart out of his chest, put it in a small silver casket, and carried it around his neck like a necklace. Pretty gross. And he was on his way to Jerusalem to take his best friend's heart to the church of the Holy Sepulcher, to the spot where Jesus was risen from death. But on his way, he met some enemies. And how they solved their disputes back in the day was they took long silverware called swords and they threw them at each other and swung them at each other. And they took big old dinner plates called shields and they tried to block the, the knives and the forks of their enemies from hitting them. This is what they would do. And upon the way, Knight Douglas and his men came upon some of their enemies and they had to engage in silverware battle. And they, it was not going well for Knight Douglas. And he knew that he and his men had come to a point where their death was inevitable. They were probably going to die. But to try to rally his men, Knight Douglas held the heart of his friend King Robert high above his head and he roared over the battle, fight for the heart of your king. But he was Scottish. So I imagine he said, laddies, fight for the heart of your king. And after he said it, he took the heart of King Robert and he threw it behind enemy lines. And the army charged forward to fight for the heart of their king. Let me ask you a question. What if that was your heart deep within enemy lines? Would you fight for it? (laughs) Yeah. 
you would be dead unless you fought well. But you don't really have to imagine this because this is the reality. I want to read a little scripture from 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. It's going to pop up on the Sky Bible behind me. It says, be alert and sober of mind because your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. If you don't hear anything else tonight, I want you to hear this. Give me your ears. Listen closely. Guard the heart that God has given you. I need two volunteers to come up here and help me real quick. You, Ronnie, come up here. Ronnie, take this shield that's getting heavy. Carry it in front of you to protect yourself. You can also hold that chain. It makes it easier. I need a guy to come up here. You in the red, red, uh, red hoodie. I can't. It's hard for me to know your names because I don't come over here. And you're all wearing coverings on your face, which thank you for doing that. But I can't see who you are. What is your name? Oh, Dylan McMullen. I know your family. Cool. What's up, man? This is how I can't see. I can't see anything. Okay. Is this on? This is the yellow mic, I believe. So, so Ronnie, I know your name, but I need you to tell me your name. I'm Ronnie. Ronnie, what is something that you, I guess I don't need to talk into this. I have two mics. That's wild. <laughs> Ronnie, what is something that you like to do for fun? I don't know. Um, do you like eating Chick-fil-A? That's what you and your friends said. <laughs> yeah, I do like Chick-fil-A. This is Ronnie, the eater of Chicky Sammy's. And this, this is, sorry, this is Madam Ronnie, the eater of chicken sammies. Your name? Uh, Dylan. Dylan, what do you like to do for fun? Sleep. Sleep? This is Sir Dylan, sleepyhead of the north. I need you guys to stand right there. And if anybody tries to attack me backstage, kill him. Okay, no, don't do that. Just defend me, okay? It's my heart. Guard my heart. So. The Bible says that you have an enemy. Who is your enemy? The devil, Satan, yes. And he is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. You don't really have to imagine that your heart is in the middle, surrounded by enemies, because it is surrounded by an enemy looking to devour you. His name is the devil. And there was a dad in the Bible, and he was talking to his son. And he said this, above everything above all else guard your heart for everything that you do flows from it above all else guard your heart for everything that you do flows from it and that's my encouragement to you tonight once again if you don't hear anything else I want you to hear this guard the heart that God has given you so what are the things that the devil tries to attack us with? Some things are obviously bad. Some things are, oh, maybe that could be a good thing. But Dylan, one of the things that the devil tries to, tries to put in our way are idols. Now, do you play sports? I know you do. Do you play any instruments, band, sports? No you play, sports. You play sports? What sport do you play? Cross-country. She does cross country. Do you do football? Okay. They do football, cross country. Some of you may be in choir or band or art or baseball or basketball or volleyball. So all of those things I think are good. Some of those things, when we put too much time and effort into it, we can make them an idol. And when we start making things God that, that isn't God, that's what an idol is. Well, the devil has a foothold and he tries to devour and attack our heart. Because the heart is like the control room of our soul. 
If the devil knows that he can get in there and he can rewire the priorities of our life, like making volleyball or cross country or football our God, he knows that he can attack our heart because our heart is weak. So guard your heart, the one that God has given you, against idols. Another thing that God or that the devil tries to attack us with is secrets. Maybe they're secrets like gossip that you hear. Maybe they're things that you're, you've done that you don't want to tell anybody about because they're bad. Or maybe they're things that have been done to you that you don't want to tell anybody about because they're bad. But the devil will try to get into our mind because he knows that our, our heart is like the deep well of our soul. And if he can poison the water in the well, then he can poison our whole self. And he does this by trying to get us to keep secrets about things that are bad or that he knows that we should tell our parents about or our group leaders or our student ministers. And he tries to just get in there and ruin our heart by having us keep secrets about things that are hard, bad, and tough. And so my challenge to you when it comes to this is to guard your heart that God has given you by talking to people who care a lot about you. Another way that God, or that, man, God is tempting us tonight, isn't he? No, that Satan tries to attack us is through temptations. Who's an eighth grader? Yeah, when I was in eighth grade, um, it was the first time anybody offered me to drink alcohol, which is pretty young. But I was in the bathroom and there were boys who were drinking alcohol and they said, Drake, yo, Drizzy Drake, my man, <laughs> you won any? And I said, no, and I ran away. <laughs> and I ran away. It may not be alcohol, maybe it's like the vapes or the, or the, the pictures or, man, I don't know, you're in the eighth grade, you're in the seventh grade, you're the one who knows the temptations that you're facing and the devil's gonna try to attack. Maybe it's the internet or social media, the things that you can see on your phone that your parents, when they're not looking over your shoulder, won't see that you're looking at. Now, the devil really tries to destroy our heart because the, the devil knows that if he can destroy our heart, then he can destroy our whole being. And so that's why the father said to his son, above all else, guard your heart. Now, how do we guard our heart? Psalm 119 in your Bible says this. How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. I seek you with all of my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. I want you to hear this very clearly. The word of God is your weapon from God. The word of God is your weapon from God. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm up here telling you this, that, the, that there's an enemy, his name is the devil, and he takes the form of the lion, and you're supposed to stab him with this thing right here. It sounds insane that the word of God is your weapon from God to fight your enemy. What I'm telling you is true. It's in the Bible. It says this in Ephesians chapter 6. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes, against his attacks, and stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Listen to this next verse. In addition to this, take up the shield of faith, which can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation, and hold it up, Dylan, the sword of the Spirit, which is... The word of God. 
Your faith in God and the word of God is what he has given you to fight the enemy who is trying to get you to keep secrets, who's trying to put idols in your life and who is throwing temptations at you like flaming arrows. And my encouragement to you is this. Guard the heart that God has given you. Would you guys give a round of applause to my friends, Ronnie and Dylan McMullen. Thank you guys so much. I'm gonna take these back. You guys are my best friends ever now. Knight Douglas is on his way to Jerusalem and he gets into this battle and he, and he holds the heart of King Robert high above his head and he says, fight for the heart of your king. And his men charge forward to fight for the heart of their king. And what if it's your heart? Now, you want to know how did the story end? It ended by Knight Douglas dying. He was killed in the battle. Yeah, bummer. I wish he lived. But guess what was laying under his body when they picked him up off the battlefield? The heart of his friend, King Robert. He died. Listen to this. He died protecting the heart of his king. And this is where the story takes a turn from our life because we didn't die fighting for the heart of our king. Our king died fighting for our heart. His name is Jesus. And something that King Jesus did that Knight Douglas could not do is that when Jesus died, our King Jesus died, he didn't just lay on our heart. No, he gave us a brand new heart. And that's why I'm saying guard the heart in the second part that God has given you. Because in his death, Jesus gave you a brand new heart. And the devil, oh, he's trying to put idols He's trying to get you to keep secrets, and he is tempting you. But your job, your privilege, your joy is to guard your heart that God has given you. Would you guys go ahead and stand up with us as we sing to the king who gave us a new heart? Thanks again for checking out this podcast from Christ Church of Ornogo. We hope that this teaching is helping you discover completeness in Jesus and encourages you to help others do the same. If you're interested in learning more about Christchurch, visit us online at cco.church.